Welcome into Devori Darkens Live. This is a daily podcast helping you get what you want out of life. My name is Devori Darkens. I am a mindset coach, and my purpose in life is to help you succeed in yours. So we show up here every day helping you do just that. I get DMs all the time, messages all the time about, in fact, I had a long message on Instagram. Someone sent me a long message just talking about how they just started listening to the podcast over and over and over again, and how so much has changed uh, in their life as a result. So I love getting those responses. And if that's you, thank you. Uh, I'm not going to say what her name is, but uh, um, never hesitate to send the show your messages, okay? It's my name, Devore Darkens. I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, TikTok. It's all the same name. Anyhow, that's what this podcast is all about. Um, and in today's show, what are we going to be talking about? Well, I'm going to be walking you through everything you need to know in discovering your life purpose. This is a topic that deserves more attention than really anything else, because this is where it all starts. So if you're planning to win in your life, if you want to go to the next level, it's going to start with purpose. That's where it all starts. Everybody knows it. Everybody has heard it a thousand times but majority of people are still not living that way. Why? Because they feel stuck. They don't know how. They don't believe, right? They've been given the wrong information. So I'm going to give you the right information today. And if you stick around, this might just change your life. It's a bold statement, but it's true. And I can say that because that's what happened to me. That's what has happened to clients and thousands and millions of other people who have discovered the same thing, their purpose in life. And that's what I want to help you with today. Now we're live on TikTok, we're live on YouTube, we're live on Facebook. So if I reference a book, if I if I say, hey, go, you could click this link and go here and do this, you're going to have to go over to the YouTube channel. In the description is where you can find my links for the people on YouTube. If you're on TikTok or Facebook, the links is in my bio. Okay. Now I'm just letting you know that. So again, if you have a question, if you feel like, hey, I want to download that free resource or that book that you were referencing, Devori, where do I go? You have to understand all of the links are in my bio. All right. Now, this is the way we're going to do this. I'm going to tell you guys a story. Then we're going to get into the actual mistakes you want to avoid when it comes to discovering your purpose. These are mistakes that usually people are not aware of, and they're going to identify what the actual problem is. And then we're going to get into the actual steps you should be taking so you can discover your purpose in life, of course. Um, and then we'll give you some action steps. I think that's fair, right? So if you stick around, you actually get to learn something today in a way that will help you do something about it, right? Because knowledge doesn't mean anything unless you implement it. So that's always my intention is to deliver this in a way that will help you implement what you've just learned. Now, let's start here. Let's let's tell a story. So uh, some of you guys know this, some of you guys don't. I used to be in the military, 13 years, U.S. Army. And when I was in the military, I was not living my purpose in life. I was just doing what I thought was the best thing to do. I joined the military when I was 17. Now, to give you, I guess, some reasoning behind that is this. Um, the problem was this. I, in my own life, felt like I was not doing what I was meant to do. I felt like there was something bigger for me. I felt like I could do more. I can go out there, make something of myself. But I didn't know 
how to actually do that. I didn't know what the first step was. So I was very confused. And so the first thing that I th thought was the best thing to do, which everything works out, by the way, um, was to join the military when I was 17. I didn't have a father. I didn't have anybody to really consult me. I didn't have anybody mentoring me or telling me, hey, Devorah, you should do this. Um, I was really alone. No, I had people in my life. You know, I had my mother. I, I had my aunts and things like that. But no one ever said, hey, Devorah, let's sit down and let's come up with a plan. That, that never happened. Okay. So, and if it did happen, I definitely don't remember it happening. And if it did, it maybe happened once. Okay. So anyhow, I joined the military when I was 17. A year later, uh, my mother, my adopted mother, passes away from breast cancer. And so I'm on my own at that point. So I got to grow up. I got to learn how to become a man. I got to take care of my own responsibilities. And I was by myself. So good thing I did join the military, right? That's why I said everything's always working out for you. Because it was a very structured lifestyle. It was very simple, easy. You know what you were going to get from one day to the next. There was no surprises. It's repetition every day. Um, and the way they run things in the military, I mean, I wish, you know, um, a lot of other stuff in life would run that way. But I digress. <laughs> Anyways, so I joined the military. And I had set goals in the military because I, in my mind, thought my purpose was to prove that I was somebody uh, to my family. Because when my mother passed away, they all left. They went their separate ways. Nobody was really there for me. So I got the impression that nobody cared. Everybody thought that I was not going to be anything in this life. Well, one of the things that happened to me during the course of being in the military midway through is I got to finally read the, um, the will that my adopted mother left behind. And at that time, um, I didn't really respond to what she wrote in the will very well. And I'll just kind of paraphrase it and get to the point. So my parents were uh, drug addicts and she adopted me. So in her will, she put the only way that I could ever get paid out of her assets and whatever she left behind is I'd, ha I'd have to take drug tests and prove that I'm an upstanding citizen and I'm, and I'm doing everything I'm supposed to be doing. And I can't do that until I turn 30. And so when I read that, I think that was about like, 26 at that time. I mean, I was pissed because I thought, man, this is what she thought of me. Like, this is what she thought of me. So it made me even think even harder on what I was doing in the military. Like, okay, I really need to go out there and I really need to prove myself. I, I want to, I want to prove to my family that one, I'm better than them. I'm going to be better than them and et cetera, et cetera. Right. That was my thinking at the time. And um, in some sense, people would say that's motivation, right? You're taking something negative and you're using it as motivation. That's what I was doing. And as a result, you know, I walked around with the chip on my shoulder. I took the military very seriously. I did everything nobody else wanted to do. So I got to where I wanted to go. And I got there very quickly. But when I got there, when I accomplished the goal of what I had in the military, which was to reach a certain rank, um, I was very depressed. I felt like something was absolutely missing. I mean, how do you accomplish a big goal for yourself that took, you know, at that time it took about, I think it was nine years to, to get to that goal. Um, why would you end up feeling like it didn't mean anything or why did, why would you feel like something's missing? That's how I felt. So I was depressed. I was like, man, what do I do after this? 
I thought by accomplishing this goal, I would be able to prove myself to other people and be respected and, and things like that. But over time, after achieving that goal, I realized that's not the case. So I started to have these thoughts like, well, maybe that's not my purpose. Maybe I'm in the military for the wrong reasons. I, I love the country. I, I love how the military uh, operates. I love the people that I served with, amazing people. And I'm very grateful for the people who came before me that even gave me this opportunity, right? So, you know, there's always that side to it no matter what. But I knew what service can I be to the military if I don't love it anymore, right? So I was already kind of having these thoughts. I was very depressed about it. Well, I doubled down and thought, well, maybe I need to set a bigger goal. Maybe I need to do something I've never done before. and That will help me um, be, become happy. That will help me fix my problems. Well, listen, I'm telling you guys this story because as I go through this, this year, these episodes, these podcasts, uh, my coaching, everything that I'm putting out, um, I've really come to the understanding that we're not going to win in our life if we don't understand what the rules to the game are. If you don't understand what the rules are, you're going to lose. If you don't understand the tools that are given to you, you will lose. If you're not following a method, something simple that you could do from one day to the next, you're going to lose. You're going to be all over the place. And if you don't understand the enemy, you're going to get crushed. Well, during that time, I didn't understand any of that. I didn't understand what the rules were to winning mentally, right? In my life results, uh, I didn't understand the tools that were given to me. Uh, I didn't even really have a method. I just set a goal and thought, hey, this was maybe the next thing I should do. And I definitely did not understand the obstacle at the time. Anyhow, so I set this goal. I said, well, I'll just become an officer because that's one of the hardest things I can do from where I am right now. I, I reached the rank of E7. The next hardest thing to do is not to become an E8. The hardest thing to do would be become an officer. So I said, I'll just do that. And I did that very well, very successful. Um, I remember I was in, a, in the class that I attended. So it's called Officer Candidate School, the accelerated version. Um, when, when, when you start, to my understanding, there's over 300 soldiers, okay, all wanting to become officers. And by the end, there's only going to be, and don't quote me because I'm, I'm not looking at it in front of me. Um, there's only going to be, I, I, I want to say, 40 left, 60 left or something like that. So not only did I make it to the end, but I was number two. Uh, and I got an award for that and all that other stuff. But after getting the award, after being recognized for what I did, after being uh, recognized for coming from California and doing that, um, I still felt the same way. So I was like, okay, obviously this is not it. Obviously the military isn't for me. I've Not only have I succeeded in ways that most people never will when they serve in the military, but I, I'm not happy with that success. I'm not grateful. I don't feel fulfillment. I'm not genuinely happy about it. So I really started to think after that, okay, something's absolutely missing. And so I just made a decision to get out of the military because I knew if I stayed in, I would actually just be average because I wouldn't want to go the extra mile anymore because it wasn't making me happy. I already bailed on the idea that my purpose in life was to prove my family wrong and, you know, try to be better than everybody else. I bailed on that as soon as I had that 
experience again when I became an officer, when I experienced like, okay, I'm not happy. I'm still feel like there's something missing. When I had that happen to me, I bailed on the idea absolutely that, you know what, this is not about proving my family wrong. This is not about trying to be better than everybody else. There's something bigger than that. And um, it's not in the military. So I got out. I took a risk. I got out. And um, I got out because I wanted to discover my purpose in life. I wanted to start living a life that I wanted to live, not a life that other people told me to live, not a life that society says I should live, not a life that Hollywood says I should live. I wanted to live a life that was based on what my heart was telling me and what was in my mind, my dreams. So uh, little did I know, obviously that's a process, but that was an amazing decision I made. An amazing decision. I mean, what's the, there can be nothing worse than working somewhere every single day, feeling like you're being controlled. Your time is controlled. You can't be there on the most important days to people you care about. You have to constantly be gone. You're not living your life. And you don't have to be in the military to experience that. Law enforcement experiences that. Firefighters experience that. Somebody's got to do the job. I understand that. But to do the job for the rest of your life, that's where I think most people should not. There's always going to be someone that, you know what, that's what they're supposed to be. That's what they're supposed to do. You can tell that this is their passion. You can tell they are obsessed with this profession. Those people should definitely do that job for a very long time. But there's a lot of people who get into those careers. That's not what they should be doing. They're doing it because, one, it's good money, great benefits, very simple, structured. I mean, that's a really good job to have, right? But it's a means to an end. Okay, the, the life is bigger than just the job you have, right? Than the money you make. There's so many aspects to it. Uh, and I started to think about these things when I got out because I had people, and you will too, um, that second-guessed me, said, hey, I don't think you're making the right decision here, Devore. You're already 13 years in and you're about to get out? Why don't you wait? You only got seven more years. Well, technically it would have been nine. To collect uh, a retirement don't you want that? Don't you want to retire? And just so you guys know, and to be transparent here, I am not a firm believer in retirement. I just don't see that. Like, I don't, I don't see the purpose of wanting to trade your time. And when I say time, years of your life to hope, hopefully, hopefully, and it's not a guarantee, get a retirement. I'd rather create something that guarantees my wife, myself, my family will always get paid even after I'm gone. I'd rather think that way. But listen, that's a, that's a story for another day. But that was my thinking when they said that. And, and, and I knew every time someone would, would say, Devore, I, 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 why don't you do this instead? Every time they would tell me why I shouldn't do it, it made me want to do it even more because I just felt like I was doing the right thing. And I had the proof, right? I went through two big goals that I accomplished back to back. Most people don't even accomplish those things, and I was not happy. So I knew this isn't, this isn't going to work. So I got out, and my first thing, and it took me a while. It, it, it took me, I would say, I don't know. Well, I wouldn't say it took me a while, actually. I would say, um, let's see here. I would say it took me a couple of years um, because the first couple of years, I did not 
um, take it very seriously. I would say actually one year. I, I didn't take it very seriously. I was still going through the motions. I got out, but I didn't. Here, here's what happened. I got out of the military, but I didn't know what the rules were still. Remember I was saying that earlier? I didn't know what tools were available, available to me. I didn't know what, what steps I should be taking. I didn't have a mentor. That's what I didn't have. So when I got out, I was out there just trial and error, trying to figure it out on my own, try to read the books, try to listen to podcasts, listen to YouTube videos, all this stuff. And I was consuming all this information that I wasn't doing anything about it. Like that's really what happened. So I made a great decision by getting out, but then I didn't make another great decision. I tried to do everything on my own. Anyways, um, finally, I did find a mentor in Bob Proctor. And I became a consultant of his. And the very first thing I did, year number one, was I discovered my purpose in life and I started living that way. So from that point on, my life has been polar opposite. I'm married to an amazing wife, my soulmate. She's absolutely compatible with me. We go together. It's just exactly what I had wanted, exactly what I saw in my mind. But I was not in the right mindset to attract somebody like that before getting into this material. I wasn't. I was never going to attract someone like her. She would never put up with somebody like me. So, you know, that's one thing that happened. The second thing that happened is now I have a business centered around my purpose in life. I make a lot of money. My wife makes a lot of money. My brother makes a lot of money from doing what they love to do. So when people say, don't start a business based on what you love to do, they're not understanding that someone who truly loves what they do will do whatever it takes to make their life or business successful. People who don't make their business successful or their life successful because they really don't love it. They may say, say that they love it, but they really don't feel that way. So when you start living your purpose in life, that means you're doing exactly what you truly love to do. Most people are not doing that. They're not. So I started to discover what purpose really meant. Um, I started to align my life uh, with my purpose, center everything around it. And that's when things started to change. And now I would live a life that people would call, I would call freedom. We get to wake up and do what we want to do. I'm not restricted by anything. You know, now obviously we got to pay for where we live. We pay for utilities, things like that. But I'm not paying for that. That's coming through my company. So what's the point? The point is, is when you start living your purpose in life, and I'm telling you this story because I'm not talking about this topic because it sounds great and it's a great idea and I read it in a book. I'm talking about this because this is what I went through. This is how I live my life and this is what I coach people through. So as I get into the mistake and the problems that you may be encountering and you may not even know that this is your problem, I want you to think about yourself. I want you to see for yourself, are you doing this? Because chances are you are. I mean, because I was doing it. We're all the same. So let's talk about it. What is the problem when it comes to discovering your purpose in life? All right. The problem is this. Number one, you are probably operating with the limiting belief that your life doesn't mean anything. 
that in the end, we're all going to die and that's it. Now, two things could be true at the same time. You will die. Your physical body will go away. Now, I operate under the belief that we're spiritual beings, so I don't believe our life will end there. But I do believe the body will. I do believe that. And I do believe that people, they're operating from a place of ignorance on this topic. They're thinking their life doesn't mean anything. But when you walk down the street, what's the name of the street? Who was the street named by? What is the school you went to? Who was it named by? What about that favorite book of yours? Who wrote that book? What about your favorite music? Who recorded the music? We can go on and on and on in every aspect of life and find people that are being remembered because of what they did, how they contribute to society, how they impacted their own family. There are people that they may not be, uh, streets may not be named after them. Schools may not be named after them, but their grandkids remember them. And they tell stories from one generation to the next. So don't think for a second, you don't matter. It's the biggest lie in life. You do matter. Everything matters. We all matter. Collectively, we matter. And on an individual level, you matter as well. You're not here by accident. You're here for a reason. The two most important days of your life is the day you're born and the day you find out why. Well, the big problem here, and one of them, is believing that there's no reason for you to be alive. It doesn't mean anything. So that's, that's number one. Number two, you may have the limiting belief that you can't be successful doing what you love to do. That's a huge mistake. That right there is stopping you from seeing and discovering what is your purpose. You can't find out what your purpose is and start living that way if you, are, if you already believe it's not possible to be successful. Because if you believe that, that means... You're in a negative state emotionally around the topic of purpose. Your energy towards this topic is negative. That's why you won't get the answer. So there's quite a few times where I'm talking to people, I have calls with people, and they're asking me, hey, um, I'm having a hard time coming up with my purpose. It's because they've spent many years thinking the polar opposite. And they believe in the polar opposite. They believe it's not possible. They believe you can't make money with your purpose. They believe you can't be successful or happy or create a life around your purpose. Well, I'm living proof that you can. And many other successful people, believe it or not, they are examples of that. Now think about it for a second. Just think about it. Why would somebody take out all their money from everything they've earned, all their savings, their credit cards, to go start a business, to go out there and solve a problem that they've had themselves, to face rejection, possible bankruptcy, and they don't love it? That doesn't make any sense. Think about that for a second. Why would someone take on that amount of risk if they did not love it? Right? My point is, is that when you find somebody in your life that is truly succeeding at what they do, they're on purpose. They're doing exactly what they want to do. But they're not doing that. They didn't accomplish that thinking that they cannot be successful with their purpose. They believe they can be. So that's the second thing. The third thing is for the individuals out there. This is definitely a problem. 
um, is when you continue to think that you don't have any gifts, talents, or skills. The fact that you're in this human body, you have skills. You do have talents. There, you do have a gift. Now, you may not be aware of it because you've never thought about it. But you have one. And let's say you're like, well, Devore, you know, some people, they're just not gifted. Well, guess what? There are people in this world that are very skilled. You can become one of them because a skill is something you develop. Skill is not something that's given to you. A gift is given to you. A talent is given to you. Skill, you develop. Okay? And you develop it because of your experience. Where did you work? What have you been doing with repetition? What have you been paid to do? Things like that. Right? So the point is, is that when you're sitting there thinking, oh, well, I'm not great at anything. I, I'm, I'm, I don't have any talent. I don't. That's a huge mistake because what are you doing? You're thinking like the person who would not discover their purpose in life. If you knew what your purpose was, you'd never think that way. That's the problem is you think yourself out of discovering your purpose in life. Because you're thinking on the negative. You're thinking from a place of ignorance. Understand something. All negative thinking, doubt, worry, negative thinking comes as a result of ignorance, simply not understanding, simply not knowing. When you don't understand a particular topic in your life, more than likely you will think negatively because you don't know any better. Right? This is what happens to all of, all of us. When we don't know better, we don't understand, we naturally are going to do what? We're going to think negatively. We're going to doubt or we will worry. But when it comes to your life purpose, you don't want to operate from a place of ignorance because your life purpose should not be something that you're ignorant about. You should be very aware of what your purpose in life is and start to understand it and start living in alignment with it. So in order to do that, what do we got to do? Well, you got to discover your life purpose. So let's go through some of those steps. Now, before I get into the steps, Understand something. I have a free resource that you can download right now by going to the link in my bio. It's called the Purpose Finder Cheat Sheet. The Purpose Finder Cheat Sheet. It's one page. You just answer the prompts. and It'll help you discover your purpose in life. It's free. You can go to my bio and download. If you're on the YouTube, you have to go in the description to download. And I've had, I don't know, probably... By now, at least 1,200 people have downloaded that cheat sheet easily, uh, probably more than that. And I've received countless emails, res email responses to it saying, hey, this has really helped me. So um, as I go through this, that's something that you can practically do uh, to uh, discover your purpose. Now, the first tip to discovering your purpose in life is what I just covered really quick here, which I said was the problem is you have to start identifying what your gifts, talents, and skills are. That's what you have to do. And you may think initially, well, Devori, I'm not really great at anything. I don't have any talents or skills. Well, you do. Again, you're just not self-aware. Think about it. The whole point of personal development is to become self-aware, right? The more you become aware of yourself, the more you understand you, the more you can do in your life. Well, the issue here is self-awareness. You just are not aware. 
So you got to start becoming aware. You got to start asking your these questions over and over and over again until you start getting some new ideas. So what you got to do first is start uncovering what are you great at? What talents do you possess? What skills have you developed over time because of where you worked? And you want to write all that down. Now, I told you guys the story of how, you know, I was in the military for 13 years. So you would agree that I probably have some skills. 13 years, right? There's some skills there. I also have recognized some gifts and talents that I have um, over that period of time. You know, I was I was more aware of what my gift was earlier. I just didn't believe in it. Anyways, your gift is something that you're given. It's something you just are naturally great at and, and you love it. Like, you know, it's something that energizes you. Everybody has that. I think for some people, it just takes them a while to discover it. And I think some people already know they just don't believe in it. And I think there are people who know it and they live that way. Well, when I was 18, I knew, or 19, I knew my gift was in speaking and coaching people. I just didn't believe in it. So now we're here, right? Now we're here and that's what I'm doing every day. But it took me a while to finally believe that. I don't want you to do that for you. I don't want you to take 10 years to finally believe that you have a gift. Just accept it. You have one. Um, now, how do you know what it is? Well, one thing that you could do is just ask yourself the question. Maybe you already know the answer, right? Um, but let's say you don't know the answer. Um, what you could do is uh, ask your friends, your family. Ask your friends and your family. They may sit there and say, hey, well, man, you're always great at this. You've always been great at that. Ask your parents. Sometimes they'll know. They should know. <laughs> they raised you. Um, they should know. But let's say you don't have any of that. Then the other thing you could do is just start becoming more aware of when you're doing something, how you feel. How easy is it for you to do it? That's another way to go about it. Let's say you don't have anybody to ask. Um, you just got to become more aware of what you're doing right now and to continue to try things, right? Uh, now, as far as the skills are concerned, again, just look back in your past. Everywhere you have worked and been paid, what skills were you paid for? What skills did you use to do your job? Those are skills. All right. Now, what's the second thing you got to do? Now that you know what you're great at, what skills you have, the second thing is you need to figure out what it is that you absolutely love to do every day. Uh, and it's got to be something that will impact other people. Solve a problem for other people. Now get this. I know some of you guys are already thinking, well, you know, Devorah, there's multiple things that I love. Of course. <laughs> That's everybody. We all have multiple things that we're passionate about. We all have multiple things that we love, of course. But there's always one thing that no matter what you would love to do for the rest of your life. There's always one thing. There's always that one thing. Most people, they, they have an idea. After I say that, they already know what that answer is. Again, it goes back to do they believe it? Are they ready to accept it? Because once you accept it, you're, you're operating from the premise that your life's going to change. And sometimes that scares people. 
So, or sometimes people think, well, if I stop doing this over here, then it's going to take away from my life and now I'm not going to be successful. Well, the reason why you're not as successful as you should be is because you're doing too much and everything that you're doing is taking away from everything. Instead of identifying the main thing of your life, what is, what is the main thing that you love to do? That's where you center your life around. Now, clearly, I love helping people succeed with their mindset. That's, that's it for me. If, I, if money was not the problem, which it never is, but if money was not an issue in this life, it, the money's taken care of, Devore. You can do anything that you want in this world. It would be helping people become successful with their mindset. I'd be speaking on stage with it. I'd be writing books. I'd be coaching. I'd be doing podcasts, putting up content. This is what I would be doing. And that's what I'm doing now. So, again, there's always that one thing for you. Now, let's say you're a person. You've only been doing one thing for your life. Sometimes this is someone who's been a stay-at-home mom, and they've been at it for 20 years, and they've never thought about themselves. They've never thought about anything that they want to do with their life because their main focus was on their children, right? Now, if that's you, then you may not know the answer to that question immediately, which means you're going to have to become very curious to try new things in your life. Go volunteer. Go get a different job. Hang around different people. Start consuming things around you that are creative and and that are drawn to you so maybe pottery classes are you're you're drawn to maybe yoga you're you're drawn to maybe um, music whatever it is right go after it and you'll see if that's something you love to do you'll know it it's not complicated but let's say that's not you again you should already start to have an idea what the answer to that question is uh, and the answer to the question always, always will solve a problem for another person because that's what the purpose, our collective purpose here is to grow. It's to expand, to evolve, to advance our existence here. That's what the universe is doing. It's advancing. It's growing. It's expanding, right? And as a collective, what we're doing as a existence here is we're raising our level of consciousness to get to where we want to go as a society. That's what we're doing. Now, for example, the way to fly an airplane has always been here. It's always been here. The way to launch rockets into space and reuse the same rocket again has always been here. The way to create electric cars have always been here. The way to have this iPhone right now and um, the software that I'm using in these cameras the technology, the hardware, everything needed has always been here. It's just that people didn't have the awareness yet to create it, right? Because people are naturally were closed-minded. You know, think about it. If you go back to the very beginning of the 1900s, late 1800s, to tell people that we can fly in the sky, people are going to start saying, you're cuckoo. That doesn't make any sense. Why? Because people are operating from ignorance. Remember I said the problem here is ignorance, simply not understanding, not knowing. So during that time in the 1800s, late 1800s, society was ignorant. Our level of consciousness wasn't in alignment with flying in the sky. That's why we haven't done it yet. But there were two people who raised their level of consciousness and started to see it happening. And then they made it happen. 
And then because they made it happen, now everybody's like, oh, yeah, we can fly in the sky. Now they're no longer ignorant. People understand how. And this goes on and on throughout all history where everybody says it's not possible. Then someone who says, well, I'm not going to operate from a place of ignorance. I'm going to go there and they and they get there. Well, the point is, is that that's our inherent purpose here as a as a collective here. It's to it's to raise our level of understanding and, and consciousness and, and go to the next level of our existence. Well, that's what you're doing on an individual level. How do you contribute to the collective you do it on an individual level. You do what you're supposed to be doing. You do the thing you love to do. That's what impacts other people. That's what will advance us. That's what will help us get to where we want to go. That's what will help you get to where you want to go. So that's the power of truly centering your, your life around what it is that you truly love to do. Not what you think, but what you truly love to do. And I just have to say this again. Most people are talking about well, don't do what you love because you're not going to be successful at it. You need to do whatever it takes. You need to be motivated. You need to. The problem is this. You won't be motivated. You won't do whatever it takes. You won't be inspired unless you're actually doing what you love to do. That's why I'm saying when I hear that, it's just an ignorant statement because they're not factoring in the way the mind works. You do the things you do because of emotion. And because of habit. But how do you build the habit in the first place? Emotion and repetition. How do you make those big buying decisions? Emotion. How do you change your life? Emotion. So when you love what you do, you will alter your behavior to do whatever it is that you're trying to do. If you, and you're more than likely, uh, not more than likely, it is guaranteed, you'll want to do it the best you can because you love it. This is why the first thing I asked you to do was to identify your gift, your gifts, your skills, and your talents. Why? Because that's what you're going to use to do what you love to do. I love helping you succeed in your life with your mindset. I'm using my gift with speaking and coaching to help do that. Right? I'm great at teaching. I'm using my teaching skills to help my clients become successful in their life. Right? I'm using my skills with marketing and entrepreneurship to help do the thing I love to do, which is to help people succeed. I have skills in that. So I'm leveraging these skills. I'm leveraging my gift in doing what I love to do. Now, just because you're gifted in something doesn't mean, you know, that's the passion. You, they're, they're sometimes separate. You know, sometimes they're the same, but most times they're separate. I'll give you a great example. There are people who are absolutely gifted with their athleticism and their physical appearance, right? Very gifted, very talented, but their passion isn't in sports. But they go off and they do the sports because they know they're going to make a lot of money. But when they leave, they have no money, right? Do they last very long in the league? They don't. And they have this rocky roller coaster of a life because they're really not doing what they really love to do. They're doing what society has told them to do. And life's too short for that. You know, when you go to the doctor's office, you know, if you're dealing with a doctor that loves what they do. And they're great at it. 
the ones who love what they do, you could just tell right, right when they walk in the door and they start talking to you. And someone could be very gifted at being a doctor but not love it. You're not going to have a great experience with that individual. Do you see where I'm getting at now? You use your gifts and your talents and skills to actually do the thing you love to do. Anyways, the last thing is what? Well, you want to leave a legacy behind, not to prove anything to anybody, but to inspire the next people coming after you. Because how do we get to the next level of our consciousness as a society? How do you do it with your family, the next generation that comes after you? You got to leave something behind to make them see what's possible. So how do you want people to remember you? When people come into contact with you and then they end up having to attend your funeral, what would you want them to say? Do you want them to say, yeah, you know, Devori, man, that guy, he was lazy. He just, you know, he was always for himself and, you know, and anybody has to say something like that, they won't even attend the funeral, right? You obviously don't want people to say that. What do you want people to say? It's not necessarily caring about what other people think of you. It's more about having a say and leaving people better off than you found them. That's really what it's about. So how do you want to be remembered? That's the question here. So when you put these three things together, what we've done is you've discovered your life purpose, what you should be dedicating your life to doing. And what I love doing, and this is why I told you guys, go to the link uh, so that I can blank, okay? And I'll tell you what mine is. So mine says, you know, my purpose in life is to uh, use my gifts, talents, and skills to help other people become successful so that I can make the world a better place. That's my purpose. That's why I get up in the morning. That's why I have this podcast. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing, because I want to help you become successful. It's easy. I never get tired of doing, doing this because I actually love this. I'm becoming great at it. Now, in the beginning, I wasn't as good as I am now, but it's because you have to develop your gifts, your talents, your skills. You have to develop them. You have to work on them. You have to use them. Most people are not using them. Well, why would you use them? Because you're doing something you love, right? And because I've been doing that for the past four years, this is where I am today. And I'm only getting better. Like I'm, I feel like I'm just starting. But the point that I'm making to you is I'm able to do this Monday through Friday and never be tired because I love this. And that's the thing about when people say, well, I don't want to work hard or you have to work hard. You have to sacrifice to become successful. It doesn't feel that way when you're doing what you love to do. This doesn't feel like work, so I'm not tired. It feels like work when you're doing something you don't love to do or you're doing something that has nothing to do with what you love to do. It's not even going to help you do what you love to do. That's when it starts to feel like a chore and that's when it starts to feel like you're working. So everybody's going to put in work. It's the energy behind the work that's the difference. People who are living their purpose in life, the energy behind the work that they are putting in, it doesn't feel like work. It just feels like more energy. The people who are not doing what they love to do, the work they're putting in, it feels like a chore. It feels like they have to struggle. It feels like they have to force themselves. They feel like, oh, man, I don't have any motivation for this. And that's a recurring thing. That's the difference. It's the energy behind what we do, the emotion. Well, when you fall in love with something, your emotions are different. When you're not in love with what you're doing, the emotion isn't there. And what did I say earlier? 
your emotional part of your mind is what controls your behavior, your subconscious mind. That's where your emotions are located. So when you're not emotionally involved in something, you're not going to go the extra mile. You just won't. You're not going to put yourself out there. You're not going to sacrifice. You're not, you're not going to take a risk. There's got to be something there emotionally that gets you to say, you know what? I'm going to go do that. That's why you got to start with your purpose. Now, let's kind of overview what I just have given you in this episode so far. I told you what my story was. I was doing pretty much what maybe you have done. We just do what we were told to do, right? Go to, go to college, get a career, get some benefits, save up for a retirement, right? I thought that was a great idea. Hey, you got to prove your family wrong. You got to make people think you're better than them. You got to go, you know, you got to prove the haters wrong, right? That's, that's another one. But then we realize that's not actually what my purpose in life is. That's not what your purpose in life is. See, when you truly start living your purpose, you're not worrying about another hater out there. You're not really worrying about what other people think of it. You're so focused on you and what you're supposed to be doing. Well, that's why I told you the story, which led into some of the problems that we have that you may not even know that are there. Like the problem of believing that you don't have any gifts, talents, or skills, that you're just what? You're mediocre? No, you're not. This, this whole limiting belief that your life doesn't matter, that nobody's going to remember you, well, you're going to have a family, right? Or you do have a family. Won't they remember you? And this whole thing that you can't be successful or make money with it, so many people are doing that. And what's unfortunate is people who are very successful oftentimes aren't the best people in explaining how to become successful. So a lot of times they say things and because you're already talking to someone who's ignorant and doesn't understand success, then you get someone who is successful trying to explain it. There's a huge disconnect there in the context because their profession is not teaching. Their profession is being successful in whatever they're successful in. They're not successful at teaching it. So there's a difference between doing it and teaching it. There's not many people who do it and teach it at the same time. So the point is, is that you're told, you can't be successful doing what you love to do. You can't own a, don't start a business based on what you love to do. No, 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 no. If you truly loved what you were doing, you would do whatever it takes. If you did not love what you were doing, you would not do whatever it takes. So yeah, you should start a business based on what you love to do, because that's the energy you need to go out there and persist to face the rejections, right? To keep going when it seems like nothing's working out. You won't do all that if you're not in love with what you're doing. You'll quit because it goes back to the emotions. That's why we got into the solution. What should you be doing? Well, number one is you got to figure out what your gifts, talents, and skills are. And you got to go to work on developing them. And you develop them by doing number two, doing what it is that you love to do. You develop them because you want to do whatever it is that you love to do. And by doing what you love to do, you're serving your purpose in life and you're impacting other people. You want to have a life where you mean something, right? You, you know you're doing something that impacts other people. Well, it's always going to come down to doing what you love to do. That's what will impact people because you show up differently when you're doing that. And lastly, when you do show up, obviously you want people to remember you in a certain way. Now, you can't control what people think of you, but you can't control how you leave people. 
Are you leaving them better off than you found them? What overall is the concept behind how you want to be remembered? I want to make sure that when I leave people, that I leave them believing and feeling like their world is better because I was in it. That's what I want my legacy to be. What do you want your legacy to be? Anyhow, we put it all together and you got yourself a purpose statement. And that's why I told you, you know, my purpose in life is to use my gifts, talents, and skills to help other people become successful so I can make a world a better place. It's really that simple. And that's why I do everything I'm doing. That's why I'm talking to you right now. That's why I live the life that I live because it's based on that. The decisions I have to make, they're very easy decisions because I already know why. Will this help me help other people become successful? Will this help me do what I love? Will this help me get to where I want to go? Yes. Okay, let's do it. Decision making becomes simple. Motivation. Oh, that's easy because I'm talking about what I love to do. There is no shortage of energy when you're doing what you love to do. There's no shortage because you're operating from the emotion of love. There's no shortage of that. That's who you are inherently. That's who you really are. You are love. Just the problem is obviously we grow up and we have all this baggage on us that has distracted us or has made us forget who we really are. That's why personal development is so powerful because it gets rid of all that stuff and gets you to start understanding who you really are, which helps you do exactly what you want to do. And so that's what it means to truly discover your purpose in life. And we went through the tips, the techniques to do it. And again, that resource that I have available for people who have been listening or watching, you could go to the link in my bio and download the Purpose Finder Cheat Sheet. Uh, just as a heads up, this cheat sheet is located in my free coaching community. So when you go to download it, you're going to be asked to join the community because that's where the cheat sheet is located. And in this community is where I upload a lot of additional tips and techniques to helping you live your purpose in life and get to where you want to go. So again, you could get that in the link in the bio. Now, let me give you guys a little bit of context here. For some of you guys, you're going to discover your purpose in life today because you want to go download the cheat sheet. Some of you guys, maybe you did that last week. You know, maybe you did it a month ago. Well, that's only just one step to the entire piece here. But that's the most important step is you first need to discover what it is that you love to do. Now that you have that down, now what you got to do is start creating a life around that. And the next step to doing that is a vision. You got to create a vision for how you're going to live your purpose in life. So this is just one step, part of the process, of course, but it's a very important step. Very important. So the one thing that you could do practically, practically the action step is to download the cheat sheet, get absolute clarity on what your purpose in life is. If you have trouble and you don't know what it is and you keep wrecking your brains and you're not finding any success whatsoever, that two options are available to you. You can comment in the community once you join, obviously. And two, you can schedule a call with me and I will help you. And I will lay out exactly what you need to do. So those are the practical things that you can do moving forward after listening to this podcast episode today. All right. Now let's get into questions and comments. Let's see what you guys have to say about all this. Uh, and we will go from there. I started sewing a few years ago, fell in love with it, decided to go to school to become a seamstress. Now they have decided to stop the program. This has caused me to second guess my decision. 
But why would you second guess your decision? Is that the only program in the world? So if the program doesn't exist, does that mean you will never be able to do it? I mean, these are questions you should ask yourself to, to gain control. Because what's happening, and let's go back to it, every single day there's a battle going on. And the battle is happening inside your mind. And whatever happens in this battle will dictate if you win in your life. Over time, consistency, right? So one of the things that you have to understand is we all have a villain living inside of us. It's the programming. It's the limiting beliefs. It's what you were told from a young age, what you couldn't do, and you're not this and you're not that. And what you were never taught, what people failed to teach you, right? So you have these limiting beliefs, these negative thoughts, this logic that works off limitation. And that's what comes screaming and starts talking loud when you start doing something you really want to do. And you have to understand the obstacle here. You have to understand that that is part of the process and you need to keep pushing forward. You know, that's just what it is. If we're going to win in our life, we have to understand who we're dealing with, the enemy here, the villain. We got to understand. That's the only way we're going to be able to break through and navigate through it. We have to understand that when this negative voice comes up, it's not talking uh, from a place of truth. It's talking from a place of ignorance. We have to understand that. And when you start to understand that, then you move forward with understanding and faith. That things are going to work out for you no matter what. That you'll figure it out. The ideas will come to you. You'll find the opportunities. You'll learn what you could do better. And that means you're going to win. So it's how we respond to things that are the most important thing is how you respond. When a situation occurs, which is happening every moment of our lives, how are you responding? That's everything. And your ability to respond will always be dictated by your level of awareness, understanding yourself, understanding how your mind works, understanding how your mind controls your behavior and your body, understanding how all that dictates what you attract into your life. Understanding the principles to success. When you study all this and you understand it, your responses are going to be different. That's the way that it works. Nice comment, by the way. This is coming from uh, YouTube. On YouTube. All right, well, let's put TikTok here on the screen. And let's see here. Let's see what you guys have to say. How do you find a mentor? Well, you're listening to one right now. I'm a mentor. Napoleon Hill is a mentor. The author of Think and Grow Rich. A mentor could be someone who's alive or someone who's already passed away, but they've left material for you to study where they've laid out steps that you should be taking. See, a mentor is someone who already knows the steps that you should take, and they just tell you what the steps are, and it's on you to follow the steps. Let's see here. Limiting yourself just by a thought. Exactly. I may know my purpose, but how to achieve that level of consistency and vibration? Well, are you know your purpose, but here's the better question. Are you living your purpose? Are you living it? When you go to make decisions in your life, are you making decisions from your purpose? 
When you show up in your life, are you acting like that person who would be living that purpose? See, just because we know something doesn't mean we're going to do it. That's why I told you, discovering your purpose is only step one, right? Just because you know what it is, there's still more work that needs to get done here. But you got to know what it is. That, that is the foundation to everything. But in your comment, the question really is, are you living your purpose? Are you showing up as that person? Are you making decisions from that place? Can you have more than one purpose? Which would you make a career? I'm of the opinion that no. You, we all have one unique purpose. Every one of us. Because every one of us is unique in our own way. Now, you may have things that you do in your life because of these other secondary purposes. So, for example, a secondary purpose would be your children, right? You're a parent. You're responsible for them. You're responsible to them, right? Your purpose is to protect them, to develop them, right? That's a secondary purpose, right? But your inherent purpose, your primary purpose in life, okay, will drive how you show up as a parent, will drive how you show up as a leader, a manager, right, in your life, whatever it is. So hopefully that answers your question. Which would you make a career? A career would be based off what it is that you love to do and the gifts, talents, and skills that you have. You're great at it too. Thank you very much. Let's see, we got a uh, comment on YouTube. I don't even know where to start from. You got to start with what I stated. Step one is to discover your purpose in life. Download the Purpose Finder Cheat Sheet. You're on YouTube. So if you go to the description of the video, in the description, you'll see a link that says download the Purpose Finder Cheat Sheet. Just go download it and start there. You guys don't need to know all of the steps in the beginning. You just need to know what is the next step to take. The next step right now, if you're a person that's feeling unmotivated, you don't know why you wake up in the morning, you don't know what your purpose in life is, you feel like you don't know the direction you're going, Step number one is to discover your purpose in life. To do that, you need to go to the link in my bio or in the YouTube description and download the Purpose Finder Cheat Sheet. The purpose of being here is to know God, read the Quran, to know the purpose of life. Yeah, I, interesting perspective. Uh, let's see here. Kiki says, collective purpose is to advance and grow. Yes, exactly. In between two big passions, should someone choose the one they love, but you won't see money for years, or should they do the passion they love, 90% knowing well that passion would give them money? Okay, so the money's not going anywhere. A lot of people are so in a rush. They're in a rush to get something they're not even ready for. Right? They're in a rush to do something they're not ready for. So there's a lot of people like, I want a million dollars. Okay. Having a million dollars is a result. It happens because you did something. You don't get the million dollars first and then become something. You have to become something first in order to get the million dollars. Right? So you're thinking about money instead of just thinking about who you want to become. Who you want to become is based on what you love to do. And right now you're operating with a limiting belief that it's going to take years for you to make money around that. I guarantee that's not true. 
I, I mean, you make it sound like it's, by the way, how many years? Here's another question for you. Where did you get the information of how long it would take? How, how, how do you know how long it's going to take? Uh, let's see here. Yeah, you, I just think you're focusing on the wrong things. If you're focusing on why it can't happen, it won't happen. That's just the bottom line. You're trying to play this either or game with yourself and you're going to lose. This is not an either or situation. This is figure out your main thing and start focusing on that. And when you have time, you could do whatever else you want to do. Right? It's I'm not saying you guys can't do multiple things. What I'm saying is you got to have one that's dominating your time because that's what's going to give you the energy. But if you're trying to do 10 different things equally all at the same time, you're all over the place. Listen, I would rather I would rather I would rather live my purpose today knowing that I'm not going to make any money for the next five years, but after the five years, I'm going to become very wealthy. I would rather do that than to get money now. The money's not going anywhere. Now, I can say that because that's what I believe. That's how my life has turned out to be. That's what I did. You know, I, I don't, I'm not telling people to, you know, become homeless and not have a job, you're going to, you need, you need to take care of your responsibilities, of course, but you got to make time for the thing you love to do. Okay. Stop thinking. I, I either have to do this or I have to do that. It's not that it's here's what I'm going to do because this is what I want to do. And I'm going to do this. And then when I have some time, I'll do this, but I'm always going to go back to this. This is my main thing over here. It's that simple. Again, I'll just stop right there because I think I've answered the question. What are your thoughts on Neville Goddard? Absolutely amazing. I have his book here on my desk. I uh, reference it all the time. The Power of Awareness. It's an amazing author. Really, really good. Really good. Yes, thank you for your words of awakening. You're welcome. Let's see here. As a coach, are there people that may ask for coaching services from you, but they may be a good fit? Or you're saying they may not be a good fit? Absolutely. Oftentimes, um, I'll, a I'll ask this, the question in the beginning, like, are you really looking for a coach? Or are you just trying to get more information? Right? Um, but the intuition never lies. So when I'm talking to someone, and if my feeling is they're not serious then there's no point. Um, and I've had that sometimes where I was talking to someone, I was like, yeah, this doesn't sound like somebody who's serious and come to find out they were not. So yeah, you got to follow your, your intuition. Never wrong. Just trust your intuition. I have been re-listening to The Secret on YouTube after listening to you. I love it. What have you been learning? Yeah, what's your favorite part so far? Yeah, so Marissa, what I like doing is this. When I get on a phone call with somebody, I want to know, like, what is it that they're looking for? Are you looking for help, coaching? 
or are you just looking for more information? If you're looking for more information, I would just direct them to my resources. Hey, go listen to my podcast. Go download my Purpose Finder cheat sheet. Heck, buy my Blueprint Method course. You know, If you just want more information, go do that. But if you're looking for someone to hold you accountable and mentor you, then let's have a conversation about that because I want to make sure that I can do that for you. Because again, someone may say, well, yeah, I want to be coach. I want mentorship. Um, but um, yeah, I don't think I'm going to have the time. Okay, well then it's not a great fit because that's what they believe. You see, the thing for you, Marissa, this is a kind of a... Uh, a tangent here, but it is important for even anybody else who's watching you own a business. The whole purpose of marketing is when you do finally get on a call where you have to make a sale or if you're selling products, they go to your store and they're going to buy the, the products. The marketing should have already taken care of why they should buy it. That's the purpose of marketing, to build a relationship with people, to let them know that, hey, I'm not just another random person out here. I know what I'm doing. I know I can help you. I've helped people. I've helped myself. I'm a walking product of the product I'm offering. That's what marketing is all about. And that I understand what your problem is. I've been through it. I'm you. You're me. I can help you get there. That's what marketing is all about. So when you have great marketing, the sales take, take care of itself. So when I get on the phone with people, I, it's, not, it's not often I'm talking to someone who isn't serious. I'm talking to someone who's already made a decision. And so we're just having a conversation on what that looks like, what it's going to cost for them to get started, um, how it all works. And then we set them up. It's really that simple. It's not complicated. All right. My favorite part is uh, being grateful for what I have right now and stop focusing on what I don't want. Exactly. That's the name of the game. See, let me show you guys this really quick. Let me show you this. All right, let's see if you guys can see that. Let me uh let me fix this really quick. All right, there we go. So you want to win in your life, right? Who wants to win? Who wants to be a winner? Everybody does, right? And if you're already winning, you want to win at a higher level. It never stops. It never ends. There's no limit to how high you can go in this life. Your potential is infinite. You want to win. This is you right here. You want to win, right? Let's zoom in for people on TikTok there. Uh... There we go. You want to win. Now, in order to win, there's four things you got to do. Four. Number one, you got to know what the rules are. Number two, you got to understand the tools that you've been given. You got to start using those tools. Number three, you got to follow a method. Got to have some game plan and you got to understand what the obstacle is. Okay. The obstacle. Right. The villain. Right. The person you're playing against. Right. That's the way that it works to win. You got to understand who you're going up against. You got to understand what the rules are because when you don't follow the rules, you lose. 
When you don't use the tools that are given to you, that means you're not going to be following the rules. You're definitely not going to be executing the method. You're going to lose. Right? So this is what we're talking about. Zoom out here. This is what we're talking about today. Purpose is part of the method. Purpose is part of the method. Okay? You start living your purpose in life, you're going to start laying the foundation to win. It all starts with purpose. You're not going to win if you're not living on purpose. All right. I guess we're now bringing it up on YouTube. Sorry about that. All right. My favorite part is, okay, what I don't have because the universalism will give you what you focus on exactly. Me watching this before I go to boarding school and being miserable. Why are you so miserable? What about gratitude? What about that? You see, if you're going to get out of the position you're in, and find yourself in the position you want to be, you have to be grateful for where you are now. You got to change your mindset of where you are right now. Right? This is what I'm saying. You know, some of you guys, your inner career you don't want to be in, that, that's not justification to start being negative. If you're going to change that career and get into something you want to get into, you need to change your attitude. You've got to approach where you are right now with some gratitude and, and then come up with a plan on what you're going to do about it. But to sit there and, you know, it's just not going to help you. Uh, boarding school in Kenya is not easy. Okay, that, that still doesn't mean, what, what, does that, what does that have to do with your attitude? See, you're allowing what's not easy to control your mindset when you should be in control of your mindset, regardless. It's not easy to record all these videos and have them edited and post it and send out emails and get on calls with people and coach people Monday through Friday. <laughs> and then get on calls and, 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 you know, get paid for what I'm doing. Like, that's not an easy thing to do. But we do it because we love it and we're getting better at it. And that's what the common denominator of success is. Successful people do things they don't want to do. That's it. Who I don't care if it's not easy. <laughs> what does it got to do with me doing what I got to do? This is why I'm saying when you're living your purpose in life, I'm talking about when you truly love what you do, not what you think, what you truly love what you do. And you have a goal that you're going after and you're working on yourself and you're moving in that direction. You don't care if it's not easy or not. You're not thinking about that. That's not what you're focusing on. You're focusing on what you want. This is why I say the actions are the same. You got people out there working hard, right? They're working more than other people. But it's the energy behind that work that makes the difference. One person has the energy of purpose, vision. They have a goal. Right? They have a plan that they're following. They see the bigger picture. They've got a mission. The other person does not. That's why the person who does not will not succeed, even though they're taking the same actions. They're doing the same thing. Why are they not getting the same result? It's the energy behind what they do.
right? So that's what I'm saying is you got to change your attitude. You cannot allow just because something's hard to get you into this mindset of like, I'm miserable. I don't want to do this. This sucks. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, that's all wasted energy. Anyway, you're just going to waste your energy. Just take yourself somewhere mentally, you know, focus on what is good. Focus on the opportunity. Focus on the lesson that you get to learn. Focus on the fact that you're alive and you get to experience life. I mean, that's just what it is. And I always tell myself, like, especially when I was in the military and I was part of some trainings that were very challenging physically, mentally. Um, and in those moments, I'd always say, listen, I remember the people in World War II that were getting off the boat and they died immediately. They didn't even make it to the beach. People who never even picked up a rifle in their life woke up that morning, said, hey, you have been drafted into the military. Next week, they're already over there. And they're getting lit up as soon as they get off the boat. Don't fucking tell me about what is hard. Right? That's what I'll do to myself. I'll be like, don't, don't talk about what's hard. You can't even understand the concept of what's hard. It's 2022. Not 1900. I really believe the hard has already been taken care of by people. They've, they've sacrificed their lives. They have made the world easy. They have injected convenience into our lives. Technology. Knowledge. Speed. The hard. I mean, that's the game that I play with myself. Any, and I haven't gone down that road in a very long time. That was when I was in the military, I think. And that's what would help me get through it is just reminding myself. Um, now, people who didn't even have a chance, they gave their life for me to have the opportunity I do today. That's just World War II. I'm not even talking about uh, Vietnam. I'm not talking about World War One. I'm not talking about the Civil War. Right. I'm not talking about even stuff predating that. So let's not talk about hard. OK, we make it hard. That's what's happening today. People make it hard. They make it harder than what it really is. It's not going anywhere. You're either going to live your life and win, or you're going to make it harder on yourself and lose. That's a, that's a mindset thing. That's not a circumstance or in your environment or other people thing. That's a you thing. And when I realized that for myself, I don't get caught up in that stuff anymore. I just get I just get to doing the work. I I make it about helping other people. That's what I'm focused on. You know, that all that it's hard is a waste of energy. All right, guys. We're going to wrap up here. Um thank you so much for taking part in the podcast today. We've talked about how do you discover your purpose in life. I've given you an easy resource that you can use. Um, the purpose finder cheat sheet. You can go to the link in my bio and download that, uh, which will help you and understand this is step one. This is the foundation. You got to understand if you're going to create this life that you want to live, this business that you want to have, you have to set the foundation for that. The foundation is the purpose. Why would you do all this in the first place? Right? Think about it. Why? You wouldn't, right? Unless you loved it. One more question, because I think this is a worthy, worthy question. And, um, well, those are pest control people. All right. So check this out. 
This person says, what if the person absolutely loves what they do and are already great and talented at it, but said person dislikes marketing, administration, sales, human resources, taxes, and every aspect that constitutes a business. They find such aspects stressful and not disciplined. Right. This is what happens to everyone. Right. But again, what did I just say? If you truly love what you'll, you do, you will do what's required. Which means either you will learn the marketing you need to learn, okay, or you will hire someone to do it for you. It's that simple. If, especially in your question, if you're building a business, you're not supposed to do it all by yourself. You need to hire somebody. That's common sense, right? I, I wouldn't do taxes, I'd go get a tax person. You see, when you're focused on the main thing, you'll find the people to help you with that. Excuse me. But you won't find those people thinking that way. That's what I'm saying. You choose to dislike these things. I don't spend any energy thinking about, oh, man, marketing is hard. And, you know, there's a lot of people out here. And I don't spend time. That's that's wasted energy. I guarantee that person has had opportunities to get help in those areas. Did they take them? I don't know. That's why attitude is everything. See, that's why this whole thing about goals, it's about who you are going to become, not what, what you're getting. It's who you become. You may, you, may, you may have hated marketing in the beginning, but you have grown to actually appreciate it. And you're grateful for it. And then you start to love it to a certain extent because it helps you do what you want to do. See, I can go all day with this. It, it just comes back to the mindset part. All right, guys. Listen, if you want to go back and listen to this podcast or rewatch this again, you can by going over to the YouTube channel. That link is in the, the, the description of my bio. Uh, so if you're on TikTok or Facebook, go to my bio, hit the link, and you'll see where it says watch Devore Dark and Sly. If you're already on YouTube, well, as soon as this ends, you can go back and replay it whenever you want. So guys, thank you so much for showing up today. Discover your purpose in life. Don't delay on that and start making progress towards that. Love you guys. Thank you. And we will see you tomorrow. Take care, everyone.